Sports. Rod. I went to Arizona State. Rod. I'm a Sun Devil, man. State of the Sun Devils from Arizona Sports with Jesse Morrison, Jeremy Schnell, and Jake Anderson. Hello and welcome into another edition of State of the Sun Devils. Alongside me is Jesse Morrison and Jake Anderson. I'm Jeremy Schnell. Jesse, is it a great day to be a Sun Devil? Yes, and I forgot to mention this on Saturday because ASU had lost. Um, but I've got some exciting news. What? It came. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, so... Uh, the helmet. I bought a <laughs> Riddell Revolution Arizona State football helmet off of eBay. It's going to be the background on some of our it? video pods. <laughs> well, we're not doing a video today. Um, I was thinking about bringing it in tomorrow to show Wolf. He 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 approved of the. But you wouldn't bring it in for our own show. He, well, Is it a one bar helmet? No, no. He doesn't approve of the one bar. helmet. I wish. I w- more it's more a, players need to wear one it, bar. It's helmet. so. If you remember the face mask and look that Tim Tebow wore at Florida, that was that's what it that's what it is. Except so, Jesse is very much into helmets, Jake. I don't know if you knew this, but um, it's one of his things that he just knows what re- like what different helmets look like and if you say like if you show him a side profile of a helmet he could be like that's a Riddell speed flex yeah, yeah I used to be like that when I played yeah but Jesse never played football yeah I'm just a nerd <laughs> yeah we did I rocked a Revo <laughs> like the original one 360 oh I'm old dude yeah but the, but the th- that was cool back then man yeah yeah they're, they're, <laughs> they're cool but th- th- it's one of the ugliest looking helmets of all time in my opinion <laughs> like it, it do you remember Jeremy do you remember the oversized Wes Welker helmet no <laughs> I you just I didn't look at people's helmets you just like so just like how you look at jerseys and you're like oh those jerseys are ugly I don't look at jerseys and helmets I look at how the players are playing on the field I don't care what they're wearing <laughs> and your talent evaluation said that Zach Wilson Damn, I, I, I suggest I, I suggest you never color, cover Colorado because their head coach would say different well yeah but. Jeremy I'm just saying if the, if there's a West, if you want to look it up, when West Walker got all those concussions, he so got his entire career. Yeah, he got the uh, Riddell 360, and it was something else. Not a good looking helmet, in my anyway, opinion. Uh, looking forward to us showing off that helmet on a future podcast. Uh, make sure to check out for that. We'll keep you updated on when our next video podcast will be on at AZ Sports Devils on Twitter. But let's talk about this basketball team, uh, the men's basketball team. Uh, they lost the other day to USC. It was a 77-69 to defeat, but it was a lot larger deficit than that uh, throughout the entirety of the second half. ASU decided to turn it around with about three and a half, four minutes left and then played a lot better after uh, Devin Cambridge uh, kind of sparked the team by getting fouled out of the game. But um, some positives you can take away from the end of that game, Jake, but I think a lot of it was uh, Bobby Hurley brought this up after the game was, was the effort from the guys, uh, Jake, and I, I wanted to get your thought on what you saw during that one. The Your thoughts on the effort from ASU. I think it's difficult mentally when you're basically down for most of the game and it's just one of those games where you just can kind of see... They do, the whole USC game, you kind of saw it. like It just wasn't there. Like USCLA was a hard-fought game from start to finish. 
And then the Saturday game, we heard Bobby say that Friday they had a little uh, less of a strenuous practice. And then he comes in, and I don't want to call him flat, but it was just like, where was the effort from Thursday transitioning to Saturday? Is there a hangover? Did they think that they could just show up against USC? That is, we'll find out the next time they play them. But, I mean, Bobby spoke about it. It was just kind of like, this isn't the team I've been watching all year. Kind of like, who was, they just, they didn't look good. They looked flat. They looked lethargic. It, it, they just it just flat out wasn't a good performance, and that's what happens. You you get, you get your ass kicked. Yeah, I I did say that they looked flat. in My article, so yeah, you can go read that at ArizonaSports.com. Can also Warren, read, Warren Washington called it embarrassing. Yeah, and we talked about that the other day. Jake's article on um, the the effort, effort and everything yeah. that he wrote, I believe, last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I wanted to get into it to kind of lead into a little bit that Jake's article talked about toward the end of the article jake well wait wait a minute wait a minute did you read the entire article yeah because i i gave him the idea to write about it and jake did a great job on arizonasports.com you can go find that uh article there really really proud of bobby hurley i'll make i'll make a comment about this off air (laughs) bobby hurley talked about the effort uh, of the team and specifically his uh star shooting guard dj horn who you know before this game and and actually still is the second leading scorer on this team uh dj was shut out the other day at zero points uh, two turnovers two personal fouls just the one assist 0 for 5 shooting and just 17 minutes played bobby hurley kind of alluded to the reason why he didn't play DJ that much in the game the other day. DJ had just kind of a blank expression. I, you know, never really was fully engaged in the game. I've seen him where I've had to calm him down because, you know, sometimes his emotions, he gets too emotional. It's rare that I take him out of the game. He'd have to tell you his thoughts on that, but that would be what I saw. So uh, Bobby didn't like what he saw from, from DJ, not only on, like, when it came to Shooting, obviously, 0 for 5 shooting isn't great, but, you know, when you have a player of his caliber, you know, you usually just let them shoot out of it. And we saw that from Des Cambridge. He wasn't shooting well in the first half and then came out and had a great second half. Uh, But, you know, Bobby usually lets his players shoot out of it, right? Yeah, and he talked about after that uh, game how DJ, he's usually somebody that he has to, like, calm down. Yeah, yeah. And in this one, yeah. Yeah, and this one he uh he wasn't doing that. Um so I mean I just think that you never know what's going on with somebody. Sure. You know. Could have failed a test. <laughs> you know, they're they're in they college. are in school. We do There's forget lot, that sometimes. Like, you know, could have failed a test, could have had whatever, you know, going on. So, you know, sometimes you're just not feeling playing a basketball game and I'm sure DJ will figure it out. He's a Great player for ASU. He's still a pretty young player as well. So, um, you know what's exciting though? What? This is the second time ASU will play these Washington schools, Washington State and University of Washington, respectively. And their defense is not that good. And then th- these schools were the schools that they kind of got back on track with after yeah. the last time they had won two in a row. But this time it's on the road, even though Washington State is not a good atmosphere. So, Jake, for you, when you when you have a player of DJ Horn's caliber uh, not have a game like that, and then you look at the schedule and you're like, okay, we got two games coming up where he should be back yeah. to the DJ Horn that we expect him to be, right? Yeah. Uh, again, we, we don't know actually if there was anything going on. Don't want to speculate there. But these next two games, this road trip to Washington schools, 
a ASU needs to win both of them. Like, not even a question. Yeah, both talk, of them yeah. have to be won. Mm-hmm. They know that, and I think if anything, Hurley's a smart guy, and he's a good coach in terms of motivating his players. Maybe that was a tactic that Bobby had on Saturday, right? Kind of intrinsically motivating your own sure. player. And then obviously behind closed doors, we don't see what happens in practice. We don't know the conversations they're having. But knowing the caliber of player he has been for ASU and has been for Bobby most of the time, I, I, he's going to bounce back. He's not going to have a zero point night again. Like there's just no way. He's too good of a player and he's too vital to this team because he's part of that group of players that it's him, it's the Cambridge brothers, it's Warren Washington, you know, it's Frankie Collins. Like those guys have to be get going well. They can't be hitting zero or else this team will lose because offensively we know this is where they struggle the most. Yeah, uh, and, but it, it's the, here's the thing, and we've talked about this before. We talked about it on Saturday, Jesse. This team has the talent to score. They just, you know, sometimes they're not hitting the shots. And, I mean, that'll happen, especially in college basketball. I mean, you see teams score in the 60s most of the time. But, like, if this team gets hot, they can they can score 90-plus points in a game. Yeah. They have the talent to do that. I wouldn't count on it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, but they have the talent is the thing. Yeah, I, I think that I, if I was Bobby, I would definitely not change my approach. It's got to be defense first. But I think that he should get a little more confident in his offense. Like, they've got good offensive players. Um, the players uh, have to be confident and the play, themselves. Yeah, the players yeah. need to be confident in themselves. That, again, that's what I noticed on Saturday is just like, why are you holding the ball when there's an open man? Like you're just sitting there holding it, like just thinking about. It. They're not. They're not trying to go for a shot or whatever. It's just like, it's like a split second hesitation that ends up hurting them or being, you know, a little bit timid to shoot a three. It's that. That's kind of what I've noticed from this offense. I'm just like, you guys are good. I'm sure all of these guys on this team, the worst offensive player on this team was the best offensive player at their high school, probably their middle school, you know, their AAU team, probably. Um, They just got to remember that. Like, they got to remember that they're here for a reason. Except for the Cambridge brothers. (laughs) They kind of probably alternated between each other being the best. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But uh, I mean, I've. Dez was probably always the better offensive player. I'm just making fun um, of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, all these guys on this team were really good basketball players. Like And are. At the yeah. Or yeah, we're really good we're really good offensive basketball players, is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. In high school and middle school growing up. Yeah. They just gotta they just gotta remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get to the Washington schools. First of all, ASU's fifteen and five this season with a six and three record in the Pac twelve. Nine PM. Yeah. Nine PM. University of Washington. Uh, that game is coming up on uh, Thursday, right, Jesse? Yep. At the, nine PM. At nine PM on ESPNU, and you can also listen to it on the uh, on the Arizona Sports app as well. Um, so Washington is twelve and nine. They're four and six in the conference. Uh, the two hundred sixteenth scoring offense with uh, sixty nine point nine points per game. Jesse, yeah. Um, again, this should be a game that ASU wipes the floor with them. Now Washington usually pretty good place to pretty hard place to play. They got a good student section close to the 
court, you know, that's what I've noticed about Washington. They don't always so, get it's the, a very nice gym too. I've yeah, they there. don't always get the best crowds yeah. outside of the student section. Mm-hmm. Student section shows. Um and but yeah, they're not better than ASU. ASU is better than them, but uh I'm gonna not pick ASU. Reverse <laughs> really? psychology. Every I've been I've been picking I've been too high on ASU. I need to I need to, I need to not I need to start picking against them because then they'll win again. Jake, um, when you look at the stats, this Washington school, uh, this uh, Huskies team, they're twelve and nine, right? But their stats are a little bit worse than Washington State in terms of their uh, defensive stats. Uh, So when you look at this team, their twelve and nine record could be kind of a mirage. Do you think ASU, like they did against USC, might overlook a team like that? That they're like, oh, we can score against them, and we can also play defense against them, and they are, and we've already beat them too. So the only two games I've really watched Washington was obviously against ASU, and then not that I watched start to finish against U of A, but I, I, you know, I wanted to see how they perform. I want to see the teams I've watched already, and I want to see how they go against each other. Washington put up a good fight against U of A, but U of yep. A, U of A wasn't U of A. So it was. It, you kind of gauge it that way. It was like an off U of A team. Was that the, at home? Was that the game? Uh, Malo uh, was coming off an uh, a illness, I think, or was that in Oregon that he was coming off? That I don't remember. Yeah. But I just remember that U of A was losing at halftime, mm-hmm. and they ended up winning by three. But like they just didn't play well, right? So in in Tucson, yeah. But I bring that up to to kind of compare and contrast, just because we we had had. Right, the Washington school split with U of A. The Oregon school split with U of A. ASU swept them in that four game span. But then you come back and ASU gets swept by USC and ASU sweeps you. Right, so it's like I'm just trying to get a gauge on the Pac-12 in this way. And I say all that to say like ASU is 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 a better basketball team than than UW, but because of the styles that they play, specifically the zone, yeah. I think ASU can actually dominate that to where when you get a size of U of A, you saw USC, they have some big guys too. Like when you get the man, the physicality on the offensive end for ASU, I think that's when they tend to struggle. Because um, we saw Oregon State deploy the zone as well. And it, it like, it, I don't know, ASU just finds a way. ASU is good at passing and moving the ball. But when it comes to that physicality, I don't know. Maybe that is their Achilles heel. I almost totally forgot that uh, the, the coach for for UW comes from the Jim Beheim coaching tree, Jesse, and he plays zone all the time. Oh man, if, if <laughs> Mike Hopkins, if Washington can somehow um, win the Pac-12 tournament and get into the into Watch the uh, NCAA tournament, they'll get to the Elite Eight. <laughs> um, Nobody knows how to handle that zone in the tournament. So the Huskies are coming off a split against uh, Utah and Colorado. They lost to Utah, eighty-six to sixty-one. That's that's their worst loss in a while, and then they Utah's looking good. They beat yeah, uh, good team. They beat Colorado seventy-five to seventy-two, and again, ASU could overlook this Washington team. But then you look at the last four games that they've played; they've been close, except for the Utah game, and they've won three out of their last four. So could argue this is a trap game for Washington. Looking ahead to U of A, big crowd. They're, they're going to expect a big crowd. It's a Saturday game. Sure. You know the whole works. They're not gonna, they're, they could overlook ASU just as well. ASU's coming off pissed. That's the advantage I give ASU in this thing. Sure, they're mad. Mm-hmm. You you have, or not you? UW's feeling themselves right now. They feel good. They're in form. 
Um, so yeah, they'll be up in uh, in Seattle this weekend or this Thursday. Excuse Jeremy, me. Jeremy, you gonna go? No, it's too far, man. It's a far. You got flight. all those friends up there, right? <sighs> Yeah, gonna gonna ride up there on the Breeze Airlines. Uh, so ASU won it's that a very inside joke that no one's gonna get. <laughs> I don't even get it. ASU won the, the last meeting between these two teams, seventy three to sixty five, and that was the game that Washington suddenly started making shots within the last minute of the game, and and uh, and covered by a half a point. So there's that. Vegas didn't like that. Um, or they did if if you were on the other side of things. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas. Um, but then uh, on Saturday, um, ASU has to go to the uh, most exciting place to play in <laughs> in the Pac-12. Jesse, you know what that means? The the worst atmosphere in the in the conference. <laughs> like how to go to like, State. I never want to go to Pullman, especially no, in January. You don't. You, no, you do want to go to Pullman. It's <laughs> it's basically like just playing it. It's it's like playing in a COVID. Uh, game all year round, um, like whenever, and, and the, unless no, during no pandemic, unless Clay Thompson is there. Then I, the I would out. like to go check the crowds when Clay Thompson was there. It was probably like a couple thousand more, but no, not. but when he comes back, like they sell out the place. Like when he comes back for a game, and they honor him for some reason every time he comes back. Uh, it's the worst crowds, men's or women's, in the conference. Yes, uh, and women's. What I meant to say. So it's a six p.m. start for the Wazoo game. Um. Washington State, they're nine and twelve. They are four and six in the conference. Two hundred seventy first scoring offense with sixty eight points per game, but uh, their defense kind of good. They, they beat U of A, sixty ninth scoring defense. Yeah, they did sixty ninth scoring defense. They're sixty five point one points per game uh, on that side of the ball. Um, Jesse, I want to know after their loss to Utah, they they've now lost. Two in a row, one to Utah, seventy-seven to sixty-three, and just a, such a close game against Colorado, sixty or fifty-eight to fifty-five. So when they're they're coming off two terrible losses, well, one that was a terrible loss, and one that was a very close loss. So are they going to be mad because hope, maybe U of A, you know, gets that revenge game too? So now they're coming off three straight losses. Eh. Yeah, it's it's not going to look great for ASU in this one again because, you know, reverse psychology here. Um, but I do think that this could be an, an interesting matchup for the Sun Devils, even though there will be no crowd that factors into this game. Uh, Wazoo did sweep the uh, the San Francisco uh, slash uh, or no, Bay Area schools. There we go. The for no cow. some reason, yeah. ASU just under Bobby Hurley seems to struggle with Washington State. Yeah. That game last year. Oof. Are we forgetting that this team hasn't lost on the road in conference play yet? It, 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 see, again, it's another re- <laughs> It's time for them to lose on the road. Um, again, how does this bode well for them if, if what you want to happen happens? I don't I don't get how losing benefits them. No, 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 no. I'm doesn't. predicting that they lose yeah. because when I predict that they win and I get cocky. So they're superstitious. Up, yeah, see, yeah. The, then they, it's all Jake, about. What, when you played sports and when you have played sports, I guess you continue to play sports. You're a little more active than I, Jesse. I, I very, Jesse does play basketball. At a very, very, very low, uncompetitive level. Um, but did you have, or do you have any superstitions? When I was playing, yeah, but now now I think that okay, stuff's dumb. Give me an example. I, it, would, it would just be like... Same socks kind of thing. I mean, your uniform's your uniform, but it's just like you, you prepare the same way. It's just more of a system than... I think it's more of just you're doing your process... More so than 
a superstition, I'd say. Like, you get up and do the same, you get ready the same way, probably. And when you were losing, did you, like, change things up ever? Again, like, I I don't really, like, you predicting that ASU is going to lose to make them win, (laughs) to me, like, me saying something on the other side of the country, or me sitting in a certain place, or me wearing a certain thing, to me, has absolutely no bearing on what happens on the field. This is not how sports work. Sports are completely irrational, (laughs) and and we're here to uh, ask the questions and make the assumptions, and... I'm not making uh, assumptions. What's the, what's the term I'm looking for? Um... Ponder what's gonna happen, what's going on, you know. Jake, speculate, speculation. We're in the speculation business. Yeah, I'm not. You are. <laughs> Jake, uh, you know a lot about Pullman. Kinda. You used to live there. Yeah. Well, that's why I was getting into that. What <laughs> Jake remembers all about Pullman. <laughs> well, have you been back since? No. Oh, okay. Well, that. <laughs> never mind then. <laughs> Well, ASU won the last meeting between them and uh, the Cougars, seventy-seven to seventy-one. Um, Cougars seem to play a lot of uh, close games besides that Utah game Cooks. that they lost, um, seventy-seven to sixty-three. But um, yeah, I I think we're going to do predictions real quick. Jesse thinks both both games that ASU is going to lose. Yes, they're going to lose. Okay, Jake, go ahead. I think they sweep. Yeah, they they know what's on the line because they know what's at the end of the schedule. You cannot mess up these next eight games. I'm not saying you have to win all eight. You cannot go four and four. I'm. I'm you can't. I'm, you, you have to go. You have to go like yes. six and two. Yeah, you have to. But and then go one and two. Yeah, you have to beat. Like you, and ha- you have to go seven and four. You have to get a win in the last three. No, you have to literally win out, Jake. Like you can't go eleven and zero, dude. That's unbel- that's that's unrealistic. No, and not 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 the last three games. I'm saying you have to win out against. They're not going to win out the next eight. That's just not how. That's not how it works. There's going to be a game to. where they don't. They don't have to. Where they don't shoot as well, if and they, the other team goes off. Like it's going to happen. If they don't, then it's they're going to be on the bubble. We've already we've they, already decided that we've we know that, but if they do win out the the last eight before those three Arizona UCLA and USC, and they, but then lose to all three of them again. No, if they beat one of the three, then they're in. Yeah, if they finish, what would that be? Nine and in and two. Yeah, if they finish nine and two, absolutely. I don't expect them to finish nine and two though, because that's. That's really good. I feel like they have to. That's what I was trying to explain on. Saturday. I would say they they can go nine and two. I don't think they have to. But the thing is, is like I don't think they have to go a minimum of seven and four minimum. And like that might not be enough. You, you also look at the those eight games before the Arizona UCLA USC run on the road. They play a lot of games at home. It's uh, one two. Three, four games at home, actually. So it's Oregon and the no-cow schools. But the most of the remaining year is on the road. Mm-hmm. Seven of your next 11 games are on the road. Yeah. I just think 8-0 is optimistic. They can do it. Don't get me wrong. But think about what you're asking them to do. I think they have to. Again. So they, oh, so you either have to or you have to go on a... Like, you have to go on a Pac-12 tournament run then. Because I don't... Like... It's going to be so tough. So let's say they finish seven and four, right? Which would put them at twenty-two and nine. That's on the bubble, and then you and then the tournament happens. You have to win at least two games in the tournament, in my opinion, at least. I think the biggest thing 
finish top four in the pack, get yourself a bye, so you don't have to play four games in four days. Um, we'll see how the bracket shapes out. They'll probably end up having to play UCLA or U of A, one of the two. Like in the semifinal, they'll probably be a three. If they get a bye, they're a three or a four seed. USC will probably be the three seed. Maybe Utah. I don't. I mean, we're, Utah's look good. We still have eleven games yeah. to go, so who really knows? So I mean, theoretically. So here, let me put, let me put this. What if what if this happens? They go seven and four, and then they they beat they get to the championship game but lose. But in yeah. order to get to the championship game, they beat in a U of A or a UCLA, yeah, then and then in. and then lose to the opposite in the championship yeah, then game. Then they're in. That's easy. But like that's very optimistic at that point too. Like that's more that might be more optimistic than you're saying. Two tournament wins, Pac twelve tournament wins. Yeah. If you have a bye, that gets you to the championship. It does. wait. So you yeah I guess if you get a bye, you're just straight to the quarters. Yeah, so that I mean, they might be rooting not to get a buy. I'm tuning this. I'm tu- I'm tuning this conversation out honestly because I'm just seeing seeing Dayton in the horizon. Yeah, we might be. There, there's a lot. Are we going to that? You want to go to Dayton, Jesse? I've been there. It actually doesn't suck. You, you got money for it? Not really, but okay. but I know I know where we could probably find a cheap flight. <laughs> Breeze Airways, not sponsored. Not no, it is not Paola. <laughs> Jesse. What's up? What's going on with the women's team? Uh, they lost, and some hater on Twitter made me mad. They've lost six in a row now. Not yeah. inclu- That's not including the two forfeits. Yeah, th- some hater on Twitter made me mad, so here we go. Um, I did say that they were going to lose all their Pac-12 games. So I posted, uh, <laughs> I posted pic- a picture of our boys. Uh, you can find it on my Twitter, at Morse code underscore... Uh, you can find it's it's our boys uh, Preston and Jalen. Mm-hmm. They're nine four two crew guys. Sure. One has a crying cat. One has a frauds with the U of, the A as like the U of A logo. Sure. Somebody comments. ASU women's basketball is nothing to brag about. Play ball without saying rude remarks about our opponents. Okay. I, I don't I don't like that. Let the kids have fun. How did Lavelle play? She was. Per, she was okay. She had like 10 or something like that. 11 points. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Treasure, uh, Treasure Hunt with another great game, 24 points. They're not They're not very good, and I don't expect them to win either matchup this weekend. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, but we expected this. I didn't expect it to be this bad. I, I expected it to be like, I expected 8th or 9th in the pack. I Didn't I say that they were going to win like 11 games? I thought that, I thought you I, yeah. said they were going to win. Like, I don't remember. We'd have to go back. Yeah, I said something like eleven games. They're not. They're not doing well. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, they're really hurt. Yeah, they, they Jerry, only had eight players on scholarship Jerry, the other day. Yeah, no, they one of their walk-ons was out, so all they had was scholarship, eight scholarship players. Yeah, I did ask Adair about the fact that I asked her why teams don't always carry fifteen players which is the amount of scholarships you're allowed to have. She was just like, you know, it's all about like meshing with um, players meshing with coaches and stuff and everything. Unfortunately, also, it's like, it's, we, there needs to be more enthusiasm about the sport, you know? Like, I would like to see, you know, it's, it's supply and demand at that point, for lack of a better term. Because there, 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 there are kids that want to play the sport, but, you know, like, 
there's a lot of people that want to play men's basketball, and sometimes for women's basketball, there's not enough kids in the pot. I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to see about that. But you can just throw a couple of kids that are, you know, D two or D or F or um, NAI, not NAI, <laughs> D D two or mid major level players on the end of your bench on scholarship. Just in case something like that happens, but anyway, they, they would have still lost those games, in my opinion. Yeah. So uh, well, it's to, like to Colorado, yeah, Utah definitely. Colorado would have been a little bit closer, but Colorado's pretty good. Yeah, they got Quay Miller. Quay Miller's pretty good. Um, for well, for the women's team coming up, they play at home uh, on the twenty seventh against Washington State, and then on the 29th against Washington. So lots of games against the Washington schools this weekend. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um anything else that you wanted to touch on Jesse that I am missing or Jake. Did we uh shout out the ASU soccer? Oh yeah. That's draftees. Awesome. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Go ahead. Well, it's your team. Well, <laughs> it's it's your sport. We're gonna argue about this, or well, uh, blanking on what the the date was, but the NWSO, which is the highest women's league in the United States, the Washington Spirit, that's Washington D.C. It's why I said Jesse's team drafted Nicole Douglas from ASU, um, which I think is a cool feat, just because she's from England and came here to follow her dream of playing pro. So, yeah. Shouts to her. Shouts to uh, Coach Winkworth. He also had a couple of girls sign. I uh, apologize, I don't have their names at the top of my head, but one went to Germany and one went to Mexico to play for Cruz Azul, I believe. Right. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I will. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, we expect you to see you wearing a jersey. Yeah. That's the plan. There's a. That's the plan. There's another girl that I sent you that's on Washington Spirit that has AZ ties. Is it Ashley Hatch? I think Ashley yeah. Hatch plays for Washington Spirit. Yep. Yeah, she went to Gilbert. She actually started for Alex Morgan. Not related to... Not related to our general manager, Correct. Ryan Hatch, but mm-hmm. he said all Hatches are related somehow, yeah. and they all have ties to Utah. We're all related somehow. Yeah, so oh. that works. Um, yeah, I will... Uh, that's on my list of jerseys. Hey, Jeremy, where's my... When's my Joe, my Joe Burrow jersey coming i haven't gotten an email in a while so maybe not coming i don't know we'll see okay yeah um so the hockey team also i wanted to go over this uh, they've lost four in a row uh but they've played really good teams they played minnesota state and rit so i mean like it's it's expected the team's not having a great year this year first year in mullet but i expect recruiting to get much better as they continue to show off how great of a arena mullet is rock the mullet it's been really awesome to go to some games there this year. Uh, I implore everyone to go check that out. It's it's been it's been awesome, right, Jesse? I mean, the, the Jake, you you went to did you have you gone to any games as a fan specifically, or did you just go to the one to cover? A uh, couple weekends ago, I spent the whole weekend there as a fan. But you eight. were there la- on Sunday. This Sunday? Yeah, I thought I saw your story saying that you were there. Clearly, he didn't look at... See, he's like Jeremy. He doesn't read all the way yeah, through. There was a tag that said photo I, or video recorded by Jeremy Schnell. Yep. Jeremy was there that for was that, that game. Um, did, did a great job of, of getting the brand logo in there, I must say. Yeah, because we talked about it. It's great. <laughs> the, the Coyotes, our logo in real life, not and not when they do the, you know, the video 3D imaging stuff. Wait, but, that's not really there? 
Yeah, on da- in Dallas on the road, they don't have Arizona Sports just <laughs> scrolling around on the, the TV Coyotes bench has our Arizona Sports brand logo right in front of us. Anytime they score, obviously they go do the the, the fist bump lines yeah. down the thing, and obviously our our logo will always be there. So I told Jeremy, let's get some shots with our logo in there, and he did. He came through. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, the gymnastics team barely lost to Stanford, number 19 in the country. That would have been so much fun to see them win that. 196.225 to 196.050. So shout out the la- to the ladies for, for really putting up a great effort uh, in the Be- Beauty and the Beast tournament. And then, of course, the wrestling team, they rolled over Stanford, 23 ranked in, in the country, 25 to 14. Um, uh, you know, it, it it's been a down year so far for for the wrestling team I, hopefully they get back on track and continue to do well they got lehigh next um so we'll have to see how, how that goes but that's going to do it for the sports update uh from arizona state uh this has been a great show guys thank you so much for listening you can follow us on twitter at az sports devils and you can find jake and jesse's articles at arizona sports.com for jake anderson and jesse morrison i'm jeremy schnell we'll talk to you soon Ciao.